He passed the Carview Drive-In, a midtown plywood Jesus, dead cows by the side of the road, legs stiff as two-by-fours, waiting for the renderer's truck. There were nodding pump jacks and pivot irrigation rigs, one still decked out in Christmas lights. To the left and right, condensation tanks and complex assemblies of pipes and gauges. Though such was the size of the landscape and their random placement, that they seemed metal trinkets strewn by a vast and careless hand. Orange and yellow signs marked the existence of underground pipelines, for beneath the fields and pastures lay an invisible world of pipes, cables, boreholes, pumps and extraction devices, forming with the surface fences and roads a monstrous three-dimensional grid. This grid extended into the sky through contrails and invisible satellite transmissions. At the edge of fields he noticed brightly painted V8 diesel engines, most converted to natural gas, pumping up water from the Ogallala aquifer below. And he passed scores of anonymous low-gray buildings with enormous fans at their ends, set back from the road and surrounded by chain-link fence. From the air, these guarded hog farms resembled strange grand pianos with six or ten white keys, the trapezoid shape of the body, the effluent lagoon in the rear. Still, all of these machines and wire and metal buildings seemed ephemeral. He knew he was on prairie, what had once been part of the enormous North American grassland extending from Canada to Mexico showing its thousand faces to successions of travelers who described it in contradictory ways. Under gritty spring wind, the grass blew sidewise, figured with bluets and anemones, pussy-toes and johnny jump-ups, alive with birds and antelope. In midsummer, away from the overgrazed trail margins, they traveled through groin-high grass rolling in waves. Those on the trail in late summer saw dry, useless desert studded with horse-crippling cactus. Few except working cowboys ventured onto the plains in winter when stinging northers swept snow across it. Where once the howling of wolves was heard, now sounded the howl of tires. Bob Dollar had no idea he was driving into a region of immeasurable natural complexity that some believed abused beyond saving. He saw only what others had seen, the bigness, pump jacks, nodding pterodactyl heads, road alligators cast off from the big semi-tires. Every few miles, a red-tailed hawk marked its hunting boundary. The edges of the road were misty with purple-flowered wild mustard whose rank scent embittered the air. He said to the rearview mirror, "'Some flat-ass place.' Though it seemed he wasn't so much in a place— as confronting the raw material of human use. A white van turned out of a side road in front of him, and he narrowed his eyes. He knew white vans were favored by the criminally insane and escaped convicts, that the bad drivers of the world gravitated to them. The van sped away, exceeding the speed limit, and faded out of sight. There appeared, far ahead, on the other side of the road, a wombling black dot that resolved into a bicyclist. A trick of the heated air magnified the bicycle, which appeared thirty feet high and shivered as though constructed of aspic. He passed another hawk on a telephone pole. 
The great prairie dog cities of the short grass plains which once covered hundreds of square miles were gone. But some old-fashioned red tails continued to hunt as their ancestors. In flat-shouldered sore, turning methodically in the air above the prairie, yellow eyes watching for the shiver of grass. Many more had taken up modern ways and sat atop convenient poles and posts, waiting for vehicles to clip rabbits and prairie dogs. They retrieved the carrion with the insolent matter-of-factness of a housewife carelessly slinging a package of chops into her shopping cart. Such a hawk, a bit of fur stuck to the side of its beak, watched the bicyclist pumping along west. As the machine moved slowly through the focus of those amber eyes, the bird lost interest. The bicycle had no future in the hawk world. More rewarding were trucks on the paved highways, grills spattered with blood, weaving pickups that aimed for jacks and snakes as though directed by the superior...